Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Another edition of Keys to the City after a long layoff. We are back better than ever. Well, you can check us out for live shows. You can check us out at Facebook, YouTube, as well as Clovercrest Media YouTube page too. If you don't get to check out, you can check out the link at StreamYard or Spotify. It's been a while, man. It's been like, what, two weeks since we've done a show? I got to get back into the groove of things. But (laughs) But, yes, we are on other social media platforms, iTunes, like I said, Spotify. If you do not get to check out. Just Google our name. You'll see it. You'll find it. Yeah, but sometimes people spell it K-E-Y-S or T-O. I forget like the keys. Our actual name is K-E-Y-E-S. And then our yeah, well, we live in America. Sometimes people are a little more we're moronic too. We're morons at times too. But America, that's, just, that's what makes us great. But like last night, what a well, like I say each and every week. I swear to God, I I feel like I should be a millionaire with the amount of times I've said it. each and every week. It's a to be determined week. We do not know what to expect. And last night was just another definition of what this NFL season has brought to all football fans. And we've seen it multiple times in Monday Night Football games where the team that we all expect to win eventually loses. And there's no more undefeated teams, ladies and gentlemen, after this 2022-2023 season. So Dolphins fans, relax, sit back. You have another year to say that you're the only team in NFL history to be undefeated. What I wanted to talk about, speaking of last night, and then... We'll talk about the AFC West, the disappointment. We're going to do something completely different this this week. We're going to be talking about little little debates. We're going to give it to, like people like to say true or false, love it or shove it. We're going to call it lock it or unlock it in the sense of our terms because our, our name is Keys to the City. So what do you do with the keys? You got to lock it or you got to unlock it. So I'm going to give a couple statements, little questions, four questions right now with regards to the AFC West and the NFC slash AFC East right now because these two, you look at these conferences right now. Let me give you a brief little overhaul of it. You look at these two conferences, or these two divisions, these three divisions, I should say. Coming into this year, fool's gold for the AFC West. We thought this was going to be the greatest division by far in the history of the NFL. With the trades, the moves, the quarterbacks that were involved in this, it's been anything but. It's been other other than a catastrophic, Like I don't know what to think of this division. Other than the Chiefs, thank God for the Chiefs, because if not for the Chiefs, this division, like I said, would be an embarrassment to the NFL. And then you look at the AFC East and the NFC East. Both of these divisions, the AFC East, we all know, has been dominated for a majority of the past 20 years by the New England Patriots. Now the Buffalo Bills have been taking a hold of it, but not for long, maybe. We will see. And then the NFC East, not too long ago, it was the laughingstock of the NFL. Well, right now, you look at their division records. Both, by far, have overwhelming winning percentages. So, Ted, I'm going to start off with you. Lock it or unlock it. That's how we're going to call it for today. The first question. You look at these eight teams right now. The Eagles, 8-1. and one, The Giants, 7-2. and two, The Cowboys, 6-3. and three, And then the Washington Commanders now at 5-5. Five and five. And then you look at the AFC East. The Bills are at 6-3. and three. The Jets are at 6-3. and three. The Dolphins are at 7-3. First place right now. And the New England Patriots are 5-4. and four. So all four eight teams are over 500 winning percentage football. Right now, the AFC East is 24 and 13. That's a 64.86. Rounded up, we'll go 65 winning percentage. And then the NFC East is 26 and 11. That's a 70 win percentage. So, Ted, lock it or unlock it. 
Will one of the eight teams in the AFC slash NFC East be hoisting the Super Bowl trophy this year? I I still say no. So I you say, say no. lock, I, I, because I'm gonna go with I'm gonna if it, I'm gonna say so you're it? unlocking it. You're unlocking so I'm unlocking. It. It. That, that's how we're gonna do it. So unlocking means like yeah, locking means it's a lock. It's so a yeah, lock no. So we're not, we're not gonna lock it. Um, okay. I still think with the NFC East. Listen, I'm a huge Giant fan. You are too. Listen, I'm a realistic Giant fan. Okay, this team is overachieving. It is. Honestly, it's been so much fun to watch the Giants. I was just there this past Sunday to see a full crowd, to hear the excitement, to know the Giants are in every game is great. I just mm-hmm. know when it comes down to the playoffs, they don't have the guys to t- to be able to win a championship, okay? So I'm eliminating them. Dallas, listen, I think Dallas is talented enough, but I think you're going to get a typical Dallas performance in one of the playoff games. You're going to get a game of what if and all the excuses. And I don't know if Dak is ready for, to be able to cover their problems. So that really, when I and then when I look at the division, I could do this forever, and I don't want to do this, but it really comes down to the the Bills and the Eagles, and I don't trust those two teams right now. The Bills, as talented as they are, they might have more flaws than we really experiencing. Okay, and their problem of not being able to run the football might bite them the rear end, and they might not have the number one seed, which changes the whole ball game. So I'm going to go with my original prediction when we started this show in September. I had an NFC West team and I had an AFC West team. I had the 49ers versus the Chargers in the Super Bowl. I'm just going to flip it. It's not going to be the Chargers. I still think right now you're looking at a rematch from a couple years ago. 49ers, Chiefs right now would be my prediction of the Super Bowl, if that's what you want to know. I think 49ers, when they get all their pieces back and they're slowly getting all their pieces back, they're one of the most talented teams. Now, does that mean they win football games? Absolutely not. But you can just watch that defense. It's dominant. right? Boza is a is a wreck out. He wrecks the house. Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers. Thing the secondary is great. The coaching's good. McCaffrey is a is a stud. Elijah Mitchell in the backfield, so they can go multiple facets. You got Debo. You got Brandon Ayuk. You got George Kittle. You got you got one of the best left tackles in Trent Williams, and you got Jimmy G, who when he doesn't turn the ball over, is seven and zero. I mean, or eight and zero, or whatever. I forget what it is. I know they're not eight and zero in the season, but when he doesn't turn the ball over, they win games. They dominate. They've been there before, and then the Chiefs. Really, honestly, how do you go against the Chiefs? They're probably going to get the number one seed. They're going to get home field advantage again throughout the playoffs. Their hardest part of their regular season is over. Remember when you and me were talking about the show at the beginning of the season? Look at the Chiefs' first eight games, bro. It's like all stacked teams. Now they've they've taken care of business. And that division who we – like you started this show off with when you said, man, we thought the NFC West was going to be the one of the best divisions ever. you got to play the Raiders and Chargers and Denver. I mean, you're looking at like that, like when the Patriots played the AFC East 10 years ago when Brady was there. Yeah. So I still think I still I would take the Chiefs and I would still take the 49ers. Um, and so okay. I think either. Of no, the- I'm just, I, I'm just seeing. Way- you have six teams in the playoffs. You might have three in the AFC East and three in the NFC in the playoffs. I just don't think right now they're good enough to win the Super Bowls. I'll still take those two other teams right now, today on November 15th. I mean, when you look at all eight of these teams right now, they all have strong suits to components to advance deep into the playoffs and even win yeah. Super Bowls. You see that Miami's the Eagles, got an explosive Eagles, offense. You see that the Eagles got a a balanced, a well balanced attack. Look, that's the best thing that could have happened probably to the Philadelphia Eagles because now the pressure is fully off. You don't have to worry yeah. about oh. Did the, you even what? hear AJ Brown's? Uh, not to cut you off, but excuse me, but did you if you heard AJ Brown's press conference last night after the game? It was our post game press conference. He would have said, well, now you don't have to ask us about the 
Exactly. Uh, and that's, and that's, Almost like, hey, listen, it's over with. Now we can get back to football and, and the, focus. And that's the best thing that can ever happen to a team. I know, oh, look at the Eagles. They're frauds. Just, no, they're not. I mean, they're 8-1 and one for a reason. I mean, you play who you are. You play on your schedule who you have. And if you win every game, you win every game. So stop knocking the Philadelphia Eagles. They're a good football team. They're a well-balanced team. They just finally had a hiccup in their schedule. And, and that was the best thing that could ever happen. Now you can get back to just worrying about your game plan and not having to worry about the pressure. Then you just look at the rest of the AFC East or the NFC East. The Giants, the Giants have been playing miraculous. And, and they got one of the great components in football too right now. They got coaching. The Cowboys, they got defense. The Commanders, I mean, they got they got heart. They believe in Taylor Heineke, and you could go a long way with all this. Then the NFC, the AFC East, the Jets, great defense. The Bills, they got a, a superstar quarterback. The Dolphins, explosive offense, solid defense, and a good coaching staff. And then the Patriots, you got Bill Belichick. So all eight of these teams have true components to advance and win a Super Bowl. But I'm going to agree with you on it, too. I'm going to say unlock it right now, currently on November 15th. It could change. I'm not trying to get off of the Buffalo Bills bandwagon. But what I saw on Sunday, if they're going to continue to be so one-dimensional and so heavily reliant on 17 to win games, that's great, but it's not going to win you a Super Bowl. You have to manage a way to run the football. And if you can't run the football, you are not going to win in this league or you're not going to win a Super Bowl. You can win in this league with that offense. But if you're one-dimensional like the Buffalo Bills are, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. They and have to establish at, some sort of run game. And if you look at their record in one possession games, they're like two and like nine, two and 11. Like their yeah. record when one possession games down the wire, they don't do well. They struggle. And maybe the two biggest games in the last two seasons, they were involved in both Minnesota and I'm still, You know games. what? I'm still going to check. Here's what, and listen, it's not that they're not good enough and they can't refocus. But the whole thing where they were so dominant, you have to reevaluate their your thought. He's still dealing with an injury, Josh Allen, so we don't know. They might not have home field advantage. They're not even the division leader right now, all right? No. And the, the division that we once thought was going to be easy for the Bills to run through, all four teams are above 500. So as much as they still – All eight teams. All eight of these teams right now are all above, above 500. 500 or above. So for yeah. the Bills, it's going to be a tougher road. And here's the thing. Baltimore's getting healthy. Cincinnati's super dangerous. You know that. They've done it before. They proved it last year, especially if they get chased back. Mm-hmm. You got Baltimore. Tennessee is – I mean, Tennessee, the Giants might be the closest thing to Tennessee or vice versa. No receivers, but a quarterback doesn't turn the ball in a great running game and great coaching. Maybe the two best coaches in football are Mike Vrabel and Brian Dable. And then, like you said, the West, as much as I like the Seattle story, I think that story is going to end. All right, let's get it. And I think the 49ers, if they can stay let's- healthy nothing drastic happens – they're talented, bro, and I I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with the Bills on this one. I'm not gonna get off the Bills bandwagon because I've been on them all season. I still believe they're gonna come out of the AFC. It's gonna be tough, just but we'll get into let's get into question two of our lock it or unlock it. We're gonna go over to the AFC West and then we'll come back talking about the NFC East. Ted, there's been a few disappointments this season. From the moves that we've seen, two of them could be in the AFC West, some could be in the AFC South, maybe the NFC West. But, Ted, I'm going to ask you because you were really high on this team. And then I'll give you my take. Broncos have been the most disappointing team in the NFL. Lock it or unlock it for you? I think absolutely lock it. 
And it's just not their record. It's just the way they've played. They've been poor. I mean, Russell Wilson looks like a shell of himself. Bro. Like, And I don't know if he's dealing with an injury. I don't know if it's coaching. I just don't know if it's unfamiliarity or a new season. But, I mean, Tom Brady walked into Tampa and had no problem winning a Super Bowl. I mean, we've seen quarterbacks go from one team to another and not have the issues they've had. I mean, shit. I mean, I was going to say something bad, but crap. Even Carson Wentz went from the Philadelphia Eagles and to the Colts. And, I mean, I know they didn't make the playoffs, but he was did a lot better with the Colts than – I mean, this team is awful, bro. Yeah. Awful. I mean, we're looking at this team like – I had them like wild card, maybe like 10 wins this year, 10 and 7 maybe, Russell Wilson, maybe a late – MVP guy type of guy. I mean, you got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler. You had two good running backs. Figured Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator from Green Bay, would bring in a system. It would work. They would flow. That defense is studly. You got Bradley Chubb. You got Patrick Sertain. You got other pieces that I'm not familiar with, but they, they play great defense. Good thing they play great defense because they might not have a win all season. Yeah. So, and now we're, you know, a couple of weeks we're talking, they trade one of their best players in Bradley Chubb. You're, you know, like, should we tank? You know, it's like tank for Tua, but we're not really, you know, for Tua. But, I mean, absolutely. I think the expectation is when you make the significant trade that they made in the offseason, I wish <clears> – <throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I wish we had a picture of it, but – excuse me. It might go down as one of the worst NFL trades of all time. It might be close – this trade might go down as the Herschel Walker trade. This could eventually set up Seattle for the future because they very hit on the players – in their draft picks this year. They got two more draft picks coming up in this coming season. Um, so everything that they've traded for has worked for Seattle. And for Denver, it's – I mean, you gave them an extension too. You didn't even wait till the offseason. You gave them an extension. So you're booked to Russell Wilson for the next five so to six years. So do you years. want me to give – I'll give you the trade right now. I mean, so you've got Denver, the picture. So Denver, it up right uh, so, Denver, so Denver received uh, Russell and a 2022 fourth round pick. Seattle received Drew Locke, who's not even the quarterback. Shelby Harris, defensive lineman. Noah Fant, who's been a nice addition for that offense. Denver's 2022 and 2023 first round picks. 2022 and 2023 second round picks. And Denver's 2022 fifth round picks. So Denver Broncos. They're starting cornerback. They're starting left tackle. Uh, the linebacker May, I believe. He, what was he from Wisconsin? No, uh, Minnesota. Outside linebacker, pass rusher. So all three of the guys they picked this year are starters on the defense. Well, starter on the defense and offense. Oh no, this is upcoming. This isn't even this year. That wasn't. I, even they last they year. had picks this year. They had picks from this past year. Not this. No, because he got traded in March. Oh wait, did he? Did he, did he yeah, get traded? yeah, we got Trev. How do you think they got their two first round picks and they got Wooten, oh, the quarterback? Oh, that oh, all came man. from Seattle. Get with the program, bro. I'm losing the trade in my life. I'm trying to. My train of thought, but, but what yeah, I can I can, like I said, three draft picks this year, all panned out, all performing on the team. This team is awful. They're going to have a top five pick next year. Oh wait, they won't have a top five pick because they traded it away to Seattle. So they won't have a first. Or se- they won't have a first or second round pick this year. Let me. I give you some stats of just how bad this team is. I'm I'm, I'm locking it. I know that I could say the Raiders, and I get it because I was very high on the Raiders. That's probably just a fool's goal for me, too, because it's the Las Vegas slash Oakland Raiders. They just haven't been good for so long. They've had one great year, and, and I feel for Derek Carr. I really do. You go get Devontae Adams. Go get Chandler Jones. You think that team's going to compete? They've had so many. They've had six-sided, six one-possession losses this year, just like the Minnesota Vikings last year. The Denver Broncos, they're just the most – they're they're inept. They're, they're incompetent. They're averaging right now. 14.6 points per game as a team. Last in the NFL by far. Like I said, and we just talked about, Denver has 
So Seattle has Denver's pick. Russ has a QBR, 32.9. The only one who has had it worse was Trevor Simeon of 2017 at 30.9. They were averaging from 2012 to 2014, 32.7 points per game, first in the league. Since then, Ted, 19.5. That's 31st in the league. They've scored 33 points per game points or more six times in 122 games since and the red zone of scoring just how bad they've been is at 35 percent dead last and they are 31st in crucial first downs at 28.5 this season so this team has been anything but impressive nathaniel hackett my god it's an awful hire everybody wants you know what with this bill coward thing saying it's a disgrace that jeff shot no it's a disgrace that a guy like daniel hackett got a head coaching job because yeah he's had oh, look at all the profession he's had he had aaron Rodgers. look at look at what a joke he's been bill coward i love you i love your attitude i love your mentality but shut it okay shut it because you know what jeff saturday i get it that he came out of nowhere and he doesn't deserve it what about gus bradley did he deserve a chance look Jim Mercer gave it a shot. They won their first game to beat the Raiders. But don't sit here and say it's a disgrace that a guy like Jim, uh, that uh, Jeff Saturday, who's literally been in the locker rooms, has been the center, has seen everything, has been the center for two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning, in his career. He's seen, has, he has seen it all. He's seen the game behind the scenes and on the field. He knows it all. So how are you going to bash a guy and then you're going to praise a guy like the Daniel Hackett? Well, he's a head coach. He's had, he's had assistant head coaching opportunities he's a joke he sucks that team is a joke russell wilson and daniel hackett has been awful they are by far the most disappointing team in the nfl because of just how putrid they've been i know that they have a better record than the raiders i know that the colts haven't been impressive either or the rams but this team what they traded for russell wilson what they signed him that's to, what makes it and, worse Jeff. and yes exactly and with the way that this co with with the way this coaching staff has been Nathaniel Hackett specifically. Trev Russell, well, I mean, bro. The, We're already talking about maybe Nathaniel Hackett getting fired. They are a joke. If I'm a Broncos fan, if I could go back in time and flip the script, I'm saying I'll stick with Drew Locke and the quarterback I have or draft one because the Russell Wilson experiment is, is awful. Is dead. Yeah, this is that's the awful trade. It's Honestly, I bet the Broncos can't wait till the offseason. And and then it's you just, just wonder, how, how does their future set up going forward? Knowing I'll tell you what, they got to wait until money. they got to wait yeah. until twenty twenty four. Well, yeah, but you have that much money invested in your quarterback. He's there but for the seven thing, years. Oh, don't forget the good thing is Denver does get Miami's first round pick, I believe, this year because of Bradley Chubb. Oh, so well, they do have a yeah, first round well, pick, but 20s. that yeah, it's going to be in the high twenties right now because the Dolphins are playing great. So yes, we're both in agreement right now. That's two for two. Okay. Let's see what happens on this one. This one where I think we could have a little difference. Lock it or unlock it, part three. We'll get back into the NFC East. The New York Giants will go farther in the playoffs than the Dallas Cowboys this year. Ted, lock it or unlock it? Honestly, for me, it's all depending on who they play. And and you like, well, Trev, Ted, you're not answering the question. Answer the question. Lock it or unlock it? So let's see. The Giants right now are the five seed. Playing Tampa. Dallas played Seattle. So D Giants, will Dallas will probably end up with a better record than the Giants, just because I think the Giants schedule down. Giants will be the sixth seed, beat Seattle. Gi Cowboys will lose to Tampa, so I'll say lock it. The Giants will make it farther in the playoffs than the Cowboys. Lock it. I just if the Giants, but here's 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 the difficult question: Can Seattle hold on to that division? 
Yeah, because yeah, San Fran's only half came back. Because if not, both of the, the NFC East teams might be knocked down the first round. Because I, I I told you last week, I thought Tampa, that win against the Rams could definitely propel them going forward. I saw something at the end of the game. I'm like, sometimes a game can motivate a team. And I'm like, yeah. all right, they got that one. And they weren't supposed to. They didn't, they didn't play good enough. And I'm like, everyone's like, ah, Seattle, they're not good enough, Tampa. And I'm like, you know what? That's a long road trip for Seattle. I mean, that's a long road trip. You're literally coming across the globe. I mean, you're going yeah. – I mean, I don't that's even know tough, how that's a, tough, that's but a tough loss. Tampa Bay is a more talented team. We know that, but they have not performed. You're just wondering, though, if they can, if Captain Brady can keep that ship afloat just to the end of the season. You know, listen, Godwin and Evans get healthy and start gelling with Brady. You know, the, the, uh, what's it, second year back out of Vanderbilt, Rashad White. He's been explosive. No, last that was, that was Vaughn, Rashad Vaughn. Right, Rashad the kid White's been out. Of, the kid came out of nowhere, actually. Rashad White. He's he looked good. What do you have? Like 18 carries last week for 108 yards. He's been Cornette very impressive. Still brings for them. the power back. Brady's still Brady. You know, you have confidence in him. That defense, almost like they got kicked in the butt from yeah. all the bad talk. And Devin White's still a stud. They got some pass rushers. They can st- listen. They can make noise. So, but this question was all about the Giants. Get back to the Giants. Listen, I think it's the matchup. I think both of them. I'm I'm, I'm 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 gonna go with. Uh, I said Lockett. With... I'll, I'll listen right now. I'll say Lockett because at the end of the day, I'll look at these two teams and say, you know what? Yeah, the Cowboys might be more talented, but I'll trust Brian Dable coaching and getting his team better prepared than the Dallas Cowboys, even if they are more talented to the team that they play. I mean, I should just go to the next question because I was just gonna say the same thing. It's Lockett. I mean, it's very simple. Look, the Dallas Cowboys. Are they more talented team than the New York Giants? Absolutely. Yes. If you put the top ten players from both of these teams, you're probably putting two Giants. Sa- you're probably putting Saquon. You're putting Andrew Thomas, Dexter oh. Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence is there because Dexter yeah. Lawrence. I don't know if and maybe even Leonard it. Williams. And uh, yeah, and Leonard Williams. Those right there. Those four players right there. I mean, you're thinking, okay, six and four. It's not as bad as you think. You got some. You got some foundational pieces on that Giants team. I get the offense. Look, the Dallas Cowboys have their own problems with Dak Prescott. I just—it's kind of like the Kirk Cousins factor. I just don't trust them enough to ever win a Super Bowl. And I just—just just seeing how last Sunday went against Green Bay, the game is theirs, and they find a way to just lose it. it and Ted just said it perfectly. It comes down to coaching. I mean, do we really trust Mike McCarthy? Really, in situations, it's like Kirk Cousins. Do we really trust Kirk Cousins? I know he won his biggest game probably in his career. Last week against coming back from Buffalo. But do we really trust Kirk Cousins to go win a Super Bowl? Do we really trust Mike McCarthy? Like, do we really trust Mike McCarthy when it comes to late game situations? The man don't know how to coach late game situations. At least Brian Dable, like I get it. Well, you just here, gotta here's think, the other thing. Hold on. Moore. You just Run gotta the think I know. You, you just gotta lead. think you gotta just think of what you know? Dable what Dable has been doing with the team that has been sur- what he has surrounded. It's been nothing well, short look of just Mike fascinating. for the Titans. Same thing. Literally got no outside talent, no super studs, just great. Co- Listen, they did not have a first down in the whole second half against the Chiefs last weekend on Sunday Night Football, and they still had were beating Chiefs or holding the Chiefs from dominating that game. Like, they didn't have a first down in the whole second half, and they still yeah. almost beat the Chiefs. Here's They don't make mistakes. Dallas – and maybe it's not Mike McCarthy, but you run the ball six times in the whole. I just think quarter. it is. I you think run it the is ball six times in the fourth quarter when you're up two touchdowns. Look, you know, when it, look, when it, I read on one thing and I'll let you finish. Dallas, I was reading on Yahoo yesterday. 
Dallas was a hundred and ninety-five and zero. I know. Zero. Here's when they thinking. had a two-touchdown lead going into the fourth quarter, they blew it. Well, here's what I was going to say also with this. These two teams, I just said it in the first part when we were talking about the AFC and NFCs. These two teams have two things going very strongly for them. I'd, I'd even give the Giants maybe even more. I would give them three. Both teams have great running games, running attacks. We already know how great Dallas's defense is. They cause turnovers. They get to the quarterback. That's what you got to do in the playoffs to win. The Giants, they've had a pretty good defense too. Turnovers right now, if you look at both of these teams, both of these teams right now, defensively, top 10, or offensively, actually, I should say. Giants are third right now, rushing yards per game, and Dallas is eighth. Then you look at Dallas, first in sacks, 35, fourth in turnovers. The Giants are in sixth. So both of these teams, I know that the Giants' defense isn't like star-studded, but they're doing their part. I give the edge to because the Giants have Brian Dable, and I know it's his first season, but well, with the way he's Martin been. Martin Dale, you trust? Kafka, I just don't trust this Dallas Cowboys coaching staff. And I think if anybody wants to disagree with me, that's fine. I understand because Dallas is a more talented team than the New York Giants. But just go back and watch the Sunday game against Green Bay. That game was theirs. They were two touchdowns, and they find a way to blow it. And you can all point the finger at Dak Prescott. He gets a blame for it. He has not been good on third and fourth down. Huge. He's been He's been the worst quarterback since. Sorry, Ted, but your guy Tim Tebow. But Mike McCarthy. Once again, just doesn't know how to manage late game situations. We've seen it countless amount of times. We saw it against the Chargers last year. We saw it in the preseason last year. We saw it against the Niners last year in the playoff game. We're seeing it again. Mike McCarthy once again finding a way to get his job security even more, even in more trouble. Unlocked. <laughs> yeah, unlocked. Let's go. Speaking of lock or unlock it, our final question of the day for lock it or unlock it. And Ted, we'll get back to the AFC. We'll talk about the AFC in general with this question. The Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC right now. Lock it or unlock it. Lock it. I don't care what you can tell me about every other team. Tell me about Baltimore, how good they are. Tell me Lamar. They're still dealing with injuries on the outside, you know, tight end. Uh, Bateman's out for the season. So do they have enough of a passing game? I know. Listen, I get it. When Omar is on, he's good enough as of of anyone in the entire league to take over a game. But you still need players on the outside to make a play. You know, it's going to come down to a third and five. Do you have a receiver that can get open, and make a play? It comes down to like you got you got to be able to make a play. You know, your quarterback's not going to be able to scramble forever. So, do they have enough outside weapons? Okay, let's start with them. Boom, done. AFC West, they're yeah. out. Let's go to the next division, the Titans. They don't have any weapons on the outside. They got rid of their best weapon, so they're out. Let's go to the South. Oh, wait, they all stink. Oh, you I just went to the south. You went okay. to the Tennessee. And then, so then here's what it comes down to. The east. Come, well, you got the north. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the only team that really scares me other than the Bills. All right? As much as I love Miami, and I know if mom was here, then she'd be pissed off. But they're a great regular season thing right now going on in Miami. You got to do it in the playoffs. We talk about this in any sport. You can be all the best regular season team. It's a different animal when you get to the playoffs. All right? Two hasn't been there yet. This Miami team hasn't been there. So this might be a team where, like, they win one or two games and they get beat. But it's like, okay, we, we're ready for next year. We're building on something. I don't know if Miami's ready to take that next step right now. Can, yeah. they, beat the, can they beat the Bengals of last year? Possibly. 
But I'm going to still take the Chiefs, bro, because the Chiefs have been there, bro. They got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And I don't care what you say, they're still number one in the ball game to me. Andy Reid's, you know, people say Belichick. Andy Reid's the best coach in football right now, bro. Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in football. They just added another weapon in Kadarius Tony. They they just they just continually find ways to score. They find ways to make plays on defense, and home field advantage is significant for them. So listen, you're all going to be coming to Kansas City again, going, man, how do we beat them? Well, are Cincinnati you will be, Cincinnati you, will be like okay? Well, they got to get there though. Right now they're the they're, right now they're the eight seed. Find love on the best dating site. Thank you very much, sir. I'll find. Thank you. We don't even know what you are, but you're getting blocked. <laughs> we don't need you. We don't need no. I, listen, I mean, I, I, I could ramble. I could, we can break this down. You and me could have this for a thirty minute discussion. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are the team to beat, bro. Like we tried to like knock them. Like, oh, they're not good enough. They lost Tyreek Hill. I get it. Tyreek Hill is doing great for Miami. That's why Chua is in the MVP. <clears throat> but Mahomes is a beast, bro. Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. Again, you try to take the crown away from the champ. You said Allen. Allen hasn't proven anything yet. And at the end of the day, it's Mahomes, bro. He, It's Patrick Mahomes. He's still the best quarterback in football. He always finds a way. You ever notice they don't have games like that in the fourth quarter? He doesn't have a Buffalo Bill experience. Maybe you could say it's Andy Reid. Maybe you could say it's the other personnel. But that's what it comes down to. It's good coaching. You got to have great but coaching. Then, then you got to take the Chiefs then. You got to trust the process. You got to trust Spags, you know. Got to trust bags, and you got to trust. Here, here, here's my Henry. question, here's and they got three thing. different running backs that can run the McKinnon, Pato. They got Juju. They got this guy. They got that guy. They still have the best tight end in football, and Travis Kelsey, who's a mismatch say. on whoever they have to face, and they have home field advantage. Here's my thing about if this: Buffalo was eight and one or nine and one, and they were gonna have home field. I'd be like, Buffalo's a team to beat. They're not here's gonna my, have the number one. Here's team. my thing right now, specifically with this team. And, and so, oh, so lock it. Your answer, lock it. Double yeah. lock it. Put the belt on it like this. This so is the what Chief, So right now the Chiefs first in scoring, second in yards per game. Mahomes right now should be the front runner to win MVP. First yeah. in yards per game, touchdowns, QBR, fourth in passer rating. I'm going to stay unlocked. I'm going to stick with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills need to figure out a way to just take some of that pressure off of Josh Allen. And just get back to the basics. Devin Singletary, I mean, do you know the Buffalo Bills right now have more rushing yards per game than the Kansas City Chiefs? The Buffalo Bills are rushing run. And it's it's a credit to Josh that, Allen. That they're average, they're Josh averaging Allen yards. they're averaging 130 yards per game right now. Yeah, so the Chiefs are 109. The Chiefs are averaging 109. But they rely so heavily on Patrick Mahomes, too. My thing is with the Bills. Is that if you could just get back to the basics, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's losing any players. I think it's like people have been talking about the addition of Brian Dable to the New York Giants and the, the loss of Brian Dable for the Buffalo Bills is really showing by stats for the New York Giants by just the the way that the Buffalo Bills have been playing recently. Look at the New York Giants. The Giants are third in rushing right now. What do the Buffalo Bills desperately need to get back to doing? Now I'm not talking about running it with Josh Allen. Talk about just running That's the football. That's why I didn't understand why they didn't make a move for a better running back at the trade deadline. Oh, they probably like, a, go. like a Kareem Hunt, who the Browns would have took a fourth-round pick. And let's face it, facts. Kareem Hunt is better than any running back that they have on that 
roster. He's more physical. He could be an every down back for them. And then you could have sprinkled in Singletary or uh, Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook, and or when anybody I see, else that wants to play football for them. And when I see people saying, oh, the, the Bills need to go get Odell Beckham Jr., no, you don't. They have Gabe Davis. They have Isaiah McKenzie. They have Stephon Diggs. They have Dawson Knox. They have Naheem Hines. They have Devlin Singletary. They have Zach Moss. Oh, and they have Josh Allen. Why do you need to go get another receiver when your offensive line is an issue too, as well as the I mean, running attack? It will help that when they get Tre'Davious White back. That will help the defense. They are de- they are decimated with a lot of injuries in that secondary. But here's also the thing: I know people are saying, "Oh, the Chiefs don't have Tyreek Hill." Well, they just want to go get a guy that is kind of have the skill set, but maybe doesn't have the speed, but it has the skill set like a, a Tyreek Hill and Kadarius yeah, Tony. Also throwing a touchdown pass to 10 different guys this season. So guess what? I mean, the, and the and that, but that's bro. the thing. It's the, the spreading the love, but also they find a way. They're trying to get back to running the football too. They use an Isaiah Pacheco, who's been a, a huge asset for that team. Also, Jerry McKinnon in the passing game. Clyde's Edward Hilaire, I don't know where he's been, but if you could get him going, that's just yeah, but you another know what? Like, He'll be the first round of the playoffs, and he'll have like yeah, 20 carries for like 100 yards. You're like, he hasn't had 100 yards in like the last it five years. It doesn't weeks. make sense. But, but that's gonna... what makes them special. I know. And if their the... offensive line is solid. They if have the... one of the best offensive line in football. And I think that's the big knock that I don't know. Yes, the running attack of the Buffalo Bills is a big eye-opener. So is the offensive line. But I think we just been talking. We've been talking about it throughout a lot. The coaching. Is Sean McDermott really a great, great coach? A defensive minded coach, absolutely. But is he a great, great coach? Like in the sense of an Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? Look, ben- Bill Belichick. He's a defensive minded coach. I know we're saying Bill Belichick, but still, you look at the miscues well, that we've seen in the past couple years with the Buffalo Bills. Coaches, that comes down for me. You got the quarterback. Not both. Todd Bowles down in Tampa. Bruce Arians was the guy. Maybe he was a better leader for the men, and Todd Bowles was a better defense coordinator. You got the quarterback that can match up with the Mahomes. You got the offense that can match up with the Chiefs. You got the defense. You got a better defense that is better than the Chiefs. It ultimately can't. Chiefs have better special teams. Okay, that's fine. It ultimately comes down to the coaching. It's kind of like the Giants in Dallas. Well, that and home field advantage. You You probably would give the edge. Well, the Buffalo Bills have been able to win in Kansas City the two last regular season games, and if it wasn't for the third, their awful defensive play calling at the last thirteen seconds of that divisional round, the Buffalo Bills would have won them three straight, beat them three straight times. So I'm not going to say that the home field advantage plays a huge part. It does, but let's not just knock the Buffalo Bills. I'm actually going with unlock it to this one. I know that it's crazy, and the Buffalo Bills have been playing really bad. But I'm not getting off the Buffalo Bills bandwagon. I'm not going to get off Josh Allen's bandwagon and winning the MVP and being the best quarterback in the world. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay on the train and see what happens. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get an all New York uh, Super Bowl. Get Buffalo, New York. Let's bring it on. Bring it on, right? Probably not, but we'll see what happens. Should be yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But yes, that was lock it or unlock it. So what do we have? We both went lock it, lock it, lock it. Then we went unlock it for the last one. Nice. So we're 75%. We're agreeing too much recently. We have a problem. Yeah, it's not good. I don't like when we agree. It doesn't make it fun. <laughs> doesn't make it fun when we got two brothers not agree- when agreeing. That's not that's not a fun thing. But it's been, like I said, this NFL season has been incredible. Every week it's been something to expect. And we'll see what this week brings. we got huge matchups. got the college football playoff rankings coming out tonight. College basketball is underway. 
the MLB Awards. If you didn't see, we posted our MLB Awards on Instagram, Twitter, as well as Facebook. If you didn't get to check out the live show, you can check us out, audio edition, at Spotify, iTunes, Google. And if you have Roku, also, if you have Roku, Fire, Fire Stick, we are on a channel now, CT, uh, CT Politics Live. So if you have that for Roku, we are on that currently when airing live. But like I said, you can check us out at other social media platforms at Keys to the City. We'll see you next episode. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.